This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome back, TV junkies and couch potatoes. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up. As always, I'm one of your delightful hosts, Robert, and I'm sitting here with my roommate, good friend, and awesome co-host, Richard. I really like what that intro's become. I yeah. like, really like it. We've really put it together. You, you can track it over the, the episode. That intro really ties the podcast together. Yes, it does. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, hello, Rich. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, I'm just uh, sort of stealing myself, preparing my mind. I forgot to check in on the flight. Oh, my God, we're going to Miami tomorrow. Yes, we are. We are flying to Fort Lauderdale, Miami, tomorrow. <laughs> we're flying into Fort Lauderdale for Miami. We're flying into South Florida tomorrow to do South Florida things. We're flying into the cheaper option. Yeah. <laughs> to do South Florida, hopefully, cheap. We're flying into the more rational decision, which is probably at odds with the Miami way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't ever have to explain how weird my uh, city is now because you just did that. Yeah, it's the more rational to the the very weird. Yeah, it's just like I bet I don't know. I don't know much about the land between Fort Lauderdale and Miami, but is it like a gradual just change into crazier and crazier, or is it a pretty drastic like one side and the other? It gets gradual it's like the ocean getting deeper and deeper and then there's just a cliff <laughs> right. and then the ocean bottom drops out right right okay. that's that's when you're in like south beach yeah and you're just like everything's in slow motion yeah where is everything that's great that's yeah. pretty cool yeah why we're pretty- is everything fifty dollars <laughs> we're pretty stoked about it it's gonna be a great time yeah um yeah, weather's been pretty shitty here. Uh, it's made for good TV watching. Yeah, it has. It's a good, boy, have I. This is a good state to watch TV in. Just, it, there's lots of time to spend inside. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Have, have you been watching anything in particular? Uh, no, not new uh, material. I have uh, I put together my list of my top Bob's Burger oh, episodes. Oh, sweet. Well, you know, don't give too much no, away. No, we're, we're exploring uh, how exactly we want to share that content but uh yeah so again my usual re re-watches um what have i caught you know usually i'm catching stuff with you we caught a little bit of a, some snls recently so those were entertaining if you haven't did i have i told you about i've shown you the snl app right no if you haven't heard of it or seen it in the app store or whatever snl put out an app that is incredibly comprehensive that's cool it has pretty much like every sketch that like they can put on an app wow really? yeah um and it, it, you can search by season by cast member by guest you can search by like impression um they also it comes with an snl emoji keyboard which hasn't exactly worked for me yet but i like the idea of it i do hopefully I like they the get potential. it together yeah yeah um it's pretty awesome okay. uh, i don't have like an ipad or a tablet so i don't know if it's for that which it would probably be better for that but i've just been using it on my iphone and uh yeah, it is awesome. I highly recommend you download it. That's excellent. That's very cool. Not even getting paid for that. Cool. I will say in the the only other uh, bit of uh, television slash film media I've seen recently that I've really enjoyed, um, we're big wrestling fans here, 
and there is an excellent, excuse me, excellent program called uh, Lucha Underground. Yeah. On, oh, yes. on El Rey Network. Mm-hmm. And recently, one of the televisions and in the lobby of my work or the break room of my work has been set to El Rey. Oh, really? And they're constantly pumping good shit on that yeah. channel. Well, you know whose channel that is. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Yep. And you can tell they're playing like Beastmaster and Red Sonia and old kung fu movies mm-hmm. but just talk about a real like a a particular like flavor to that channel yeah it's cool yeah that's a great pitch for just like yeah i want to have a network that's going to be dope shit for people like me exactly it is it's um yeah we do there's like signature brands and endorsements like all the time and for a, a programming network yeah. like a signature programmer it's pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah el ray's got some good stuff going on mm-hmm. um they uh, they have the uh, I guess like the second season of from the the show version of From Dust Till Dawn is going to be uh, directed by Rodriguez himself. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to direct the second season, like the like the pilot episode or something. Like oh, that. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, actually, there was a great shot on Lucha Underground because uh-huh. like you know he's got his hands in that as well. Uh, and Lucha Underground is not like any other wrestling show you'll ever ever watch or ever have watched. No. Uh, it's very cinematic. It's very narrative-driven. It's an actual show with wrestling. Yeah. And there was a, a great wow. shot, a borrowed shot from, from Dust Till Dawn. Do you know the shot towards the beginning where it's the Gecko Brothers and they're driving in the car and then like it, it's on the, out, the shot is on the outside of the car and it like pans back and it shows like the shot of the trunk. And then you see like the bank teller like tied up in the trunk. Yeah. They basically they did that shot. Is it with like x-ray vision? Do you see into the trunk? Yeah. You or? see like into the trunk. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. They did that shot. That's great. Like, to open up a show. And it's, it's awesome. It's a great show. That is, it's a good show. Um, yeah. How about you? What have you been watching, Rich? Well, you know, it's funny. I, until you, we started doing this podcast and started, you started mentioning how like, you know, it's like, Oh, what am I watching? I'm rewatching this, rewatching that. I never put two thoughts into rewatching anything. I was never a rewatcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I have, uh, as I mentioned before, I've been rewatching the, uh, all of the seasons of parks and rec. Yes. And so I finished it already. Six seasons on Netflix, finished it. In conjunction with the season finale, which, like, if there is an over-under set on, like, how many times I would just lose my shit, just emotionally. Oh, oh my God. It the was series just, finale. The series yeah. finale, yeah. It was just pitch perfect. And oh. the season itself was awesome. Um, but, yeah. And uh, also, House of Cards season three was released. Just all just blown its wad on Netflix. Yes. Was there some, uh, not controversy, but excitement about didn't get released like early for a second and then they pulled it back i think so yeah i think like they accidentally hit the 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 button to do that that's pretty cool and pretty sneaky yeah i guess it was like like a a week and a half two weeks before it was supposed to be released or something that's so great because it's just never going to happen in the physical world never be at the movie theater yeah and it's like oh you want to see avengers 2 like right now (laughs) oops (laughs) (laughs) right now be like yeah yeah there's never going to be like a video game like accidentally released. Yeah. Well, I guess there could be on digital now. Yeah, but like, maybe for those who likes to like you know for those of us who like to go to the the video game store and feel it in your hands and take the wrapping off. Talk to the awkward slash dickish. 
clerks at the store. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, House of Cards. House of Cards. Three. Uh, actually talked all about that on Monday with our friend Sarah Solano on the Blank Slate. Mm-hmm. Um, just in general, I thought it was a, a fairly. It was much more grounded than the second season, which it needed to be. But okay. it was also much more toothless than any of the other, either of the first two seasons. So still worth a watch. Uh, no need to watch it all in one day like I might have. <laughs> We're talking 13 episodes? Yeah, yeah. 13, like 13, <laughs> like 52, 53 minutes. Well, it's not full hours, so you definitely didn't hit 13 Yeah, so hours. I clocked it. I, I only spent like maybe like half a day. You know, I probably clocked in something like that. That's what I've heard, again, not having a familiarity with the show other than the pilot episode, which we watched yes, on we this did. show. Yes, we did. Which I was super critical of. Yeah. Um, I've heard that it was like, it was not as outlandish as season two. Yeah. But it didn't really pack the same punch as one and two. Yeah. An interesting thing, uh, sort of a, a criticism that I had of, you know, like the, the first and second, for that matter, seasons was that it seemed like Frank Underwood was the only guy trying to, like, manipulate people and be a bad person. Okay. And everyone else was just too dumb. Whereas, like, in actual, like, Washington, like, everybody's trying to fuck everybody. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and so, one thing I was, one thing I I forgot to mention on the blank slate that I'm glad did happen, but not the way I would like to it to have was like Frank Underwood, like finally met his match. Awesome. Like finally, like a worthy adversary, but, but it kind of was for not because Frank Underwood wasn't in FU mode. Really? Yeah. He was like, Whoa, I'm just trying to do good here. And uh, homeboy was like, no, fighter, you're white. And I was like, well, well, it's like, then kind of defeats the purpose. See, in broader storytelling terms, like, I love both those things. Both those terms that you used. Met his match, mm-hmm. worthy adversary. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about, again, and this goes for any medium, but driving a story forward. There's nothing There's nothing so great as a, a well-developed character. Yeah. And then, a, like, a foil or a pseudo-foil to a great character like that is awesome. That's cool. Um, but, yeah, so watched all that, talked about it. Uh, check it out. I not as binge worthy, obviously, as uh, the first season. Um, I was watching Fresh Off the Boat uh, this past week. Cool. And there was a scene in a grocery store, and they couldn't obviously like use the uh, like logos or anything. But of the regional variety, the the grocery store clerk that came over to like help them was wearing a Publix colored shirt. Which Heck is like yeah. this soft seafoam, like friendly green color, and it was and it was such a great detail to to just you know they didn't have to put that in there. It could have been a red shirt, which is like oh I'm sure a million grocery stores and, and like if anyone does call you out on it locally, it's like it was a Win Dixie, whatever. Right. But it was a public screen shirt, and I just had to share that with you. Taking the show taking place in Orlando, Florida, in <laughs> the mid nineties in ninety five. Man, that is an excellent detail. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. If 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 you're not uh for this instance fortunate enough to live in the southeast, uh Publix is a regional grocery chain mm-hmm. that not only is 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 an above average bordering on legendary grocery store. That's not an exaggeration. 
at all. But their good deli section, great subsection. If you ever happen to visit anywhere in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, South Carolina, especially Florida, you're going to Florida at some point in your life. Home of Publix. Go to Publix, dude. And do yourself a favor (laughs) and get a sub. My recommendations would be either the Italian sub, uh, you know, because the Southeast, not that many great Italian sub places, or the chicken tender sub with buffalo sauce and ranch. If you get a good, and they have like free license in how they make it, or at least that's how it was. Yeah, like store to store. Yeah. yeah. And so you get some, really the, they're not sandwich artists, they're sandwich heroes. They're the real sandwich heroes. <laughs> the real heroes. And like so, they all make it differently. My favorite one is the are the people who like take the chicken tenders, cut them up, put them in a bag, like squirt the buffalo sauce straight up in that bag and then like some of the ranch if you want ranch and then just like like shimmy with the bag. Oh. The high oh. living in Chicago, uh or like a big city i've been introduced to like high-end salad places yeah. and like that's how they do it like with a lot of ingredients yeah and yes i imagine a chicken tender sub prepared that way would be just <sighs> dank would be great dying we um, have to do that when we leave and oh my uh, god are you kidding me oh my god i can't wait. aside from uh our betters which you yeah. have you ever you've never been to our no but right? i looked it up when I you mentioned, mentioned it yeah it's just this like small little standalone shack of a hot dog joint which we live in chicago Pretty well known for hot dogs. Yes. But these hot dogs, for whatever reason, I was having a a long conversation with our friend Rudy Mendoza uh, this past weekend just about like hot dogs and how it's just like, there's definitely like a ceiling on the actual, the base of a hot dog that that isn't like on with any other type of food, like hamburgers or tacos or something like that, because you can influence the main ingredients. Mm -hmm. Whereas like a hot dog is the hot dog you buy. Yes. I see what you're saying. It's all about what you put on it. Um, Whereas like a burger, you can... Make the meat and season it as you will. Mm-hmm. Tacos, you know, like if you're going to put carnitas in there. I don't know why I'm shaking my shoulders like this. If you can't, you, I know you can't see me, but like for Robert, I'm just like. It's pretty like, good. Uh, if I was in the movie Buried, but I still wanted a salsa dance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like for a hot dog, it's, just, it's all about what you put on it. Uh, but for our betters, and we're just like, we're kind of like down on the hot dog. And I'm just like, well, because he's from Miami as well. I'm like. But have you been to Arbetters? He's like, fuck, you got me. That's the one. Yeah, they're great. That's so great. And also, if you want a free refill, all you have to do is say that you love Larry Bird. Really? Yeah. Is that something that has to do with like the owners and proprietors? Yeah. Hell yeah, we can make that happen. Follow Arbetters Hot Dogs on Instagram, because I do. Can I share a real quick story? Just non sequitur, yeah. but funny story. Um, I'm in a new position at work, meeting some new coworkers. We're doing like a... Uh, round table, get to know each other. Uh, my friend Crystal, uh, she is a, a black girl from Chicago. We're going around circle talking, and she goes, oh, fun fact, uh, my uncle is, everyone heard Mark McGuire. And we're like, your, your uncle is Mark McGuire? <laughs> and she's like, Mark Aguire. <laughs> <laughs> Still awesome. Still awesome. The difference being, one is the one of the home run kings for the St. Louis Cardinals, very white. The other was one of the uh, bad boy Pistons yeah. <laughs> back in the early '80s, yeah. uh, who is black. And anyways, it's wonderful. Yeah, you got to give That's it up awesome. for um, for yeah. So uh, I love Larry Bird and stories about basketball. There you go. Yeah. Last thing I want to talk about that I watched was 
the first two episodes of The Last Man on Earth. Really? Okay. Howard. If you don't know, that's the um, that's the new Fox comedy with Will Forte, and the pilot uh, was directed by uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the guys behind Lego Movie Twenty One Twenty Two Jump Street, and it was brilliant. Fox Network, did you say? Fox. Fox. It was brilliant. Uh, yeah. God damn it. It's, I fucking love Will Forte. Yeah. You, you did. You love that show. I know. Oh. And, um. I'm so upset. Like, spoiler, <laughs> it doesn't end up just being him. Although they did a great job of making you think it's just going to be him for the whole series. But it's not. But it's still like, all right. Yes, this is still sure. great. Hey, another storytelling point. That's my, those are my thoughts. I was like, only way this show can move forward is if that's not the case. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, but I highly, highly, highly recommend you watch it. It, like, borders on brilliance. I would love to. I think I will. I will check that out. And my final note, which just occurred to me when you mentioned that. Yeah. I don't know what sparked it. Oh, it was, it was binge-watching from House of Cards. Daredevil is set to premiere on Netflix within the next month or two months. I'm not sure if it's April or May. Okay. But I should be investing myself in that pretty thoroughly. Yeah, yeah Netflix has been releasing a lot of uh, like announced dates and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the one I'm most excited for is the Wet Hot American Summer prequel. Yeah, I saw that Which is too. like in Ooh, July, boy. I believe. Yeah. Still, oh, just so excited about it. There's good stuff. Good uh, stuff happening. Yes. I just wish I didn't release it all at once because I'm uh, like, that's what kills me. And even with rewatching it, I'm going to burn through that so quickly. Yeah. Um, ready to pick a show? Let's do it. Let's... You want to get the camera? We took a picture oh, last yeah. time, and that Let's worked out it. pretty well. Uh, thanks, thanks to everybody who guessed what it was that we watched. Um, yeah, again, this was probably some of the best and most feedback that we got, and uh, it was excellent. Yeah, uh, one of the guesses was from uh, Carolyn from the Heels and Heels podcast. Uh, Crossing her fingers that it was Gossip Girl. Hashtag, please, baby secret. Hashtag, you would hate it. Uh, it was very much not uh, Gossip Girls. That said, I think I feel like that's a ticking time bomb just waiting to go off. Yeah, I think it would be. Oh, you know the comment I wanted to leave on there that I never did? Hmm. I, I was going to say that the show that we drew was picked up the show. Like our <laughs> podcast, the show. <laughs> If there was like a TV version of this show, like what would it even like? There, there. What would it even? That is a good enough question. It deserves some pondering. So we will <laughs> get back to that. That's a good one. All right, you ready? Yes. Hmm. Okay. You got it. Yes. Uh, we got Young Justice. <gasps> do you know what this is? I know what it is. Yes, I do. Uh, it's a, a 2010 <sighs> series, Netflix rating of 4.3. This animated series follows Robin, Aqualad, and other teenage superhero sidekicks as they form a secret crime-fighting squad to save the world. Tell me about Young Justice. Okay. Well, um, the Teen Titans were are pretty old, actually. The Teen Titans came around in the 60s not long after the Justice League. Um, but that's like your first tier. That's like Dick Grayson, Robin, Wally West, Flash, or Kid Flash, because eventually these guys grow up to be. You know, Dick Grayson takes a bat mantle for a while. Wally West 
takes on the, the full Flash mantle. The Young Justice was a point in time without really like a Teen Titans. It was like an unofficial teen group, but um, again, and from like, what I understand like, about this like cartoon. Like Teen Titans? Ye- Tween Titans? In between Titans, exactly. Because <laughs> it was literally between the new formation of the Titans, they had this Young Justice. My understanding is this is... This is a show like Teen Titans, but we're going to see the full Justice League in this show. Yeah? Like, whereas in Teen Titans, you're never going to see Batman, Superman, Aquaman. In this show, you're going to see them, like, on the reg. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And this is going to be good, because this should be, like, Tim Drake, Robin. uh, I'm not sure who the Aqualad is. But these are, like, these. this is, again, like, third wave of sidekicks. Gotcha. So this will be very interesting. Never seen this? I've seen episodes, um, and I know it went for, like four or five seasons yeah. at least hmm. and was well done real deep in continuity cool hell wow. yeah i'm excited yeah i'm not nearly as excited as you yeah, are no, i'm pretty stoked right <laughs> but uh yeah now all we gotta do is hope they have it i hope so if not i'll be weeping all right guys hang out for just a bit we'll catch you after the break And we are back. Hey, Rich. How was that? Dude. I don't even want to talk. I just want to let you go. Oh, thank you. That's sweet. I think just first off, um, just ended a second ago, obviously. And I don't think for any other show, we've been jonesing more for the next episode. I mean, like it ended and we're like, oh, what? Come on. We've had a few cliffhangers and this one of all of them. It's like. Oh, oh, oh! Yep. Come on. Come on. No. Like Michael Keaton and Beatles. Come on. No. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I, I mean, I love it. I could go off on it for a long time. I told you back and forth while we were watching that first I had seen it, and I hadn't. I don't know. Um, I feel like I've seen either clips or a lot of it, but it would parts were still new to me. Well, the title of this episode was Independence Day. Cool. And it starts out. In Gotham on the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Freeze is raining down ice beams upon just just happy park goers on 4th of July. And funnily enough, I just had to laugh. The opening shot, the establishing wide shot of the park, not a lot of people at the park on the 4th of July. No. Not a lot. Uh, And then Robin comes Mm -hmm. uh, with the fight, and then Batman comes, which is great. Just like, oh, cool. Like, whenever you get Batman, when you're not sold Batman, it's nothing but a surprise. Yeah, a pleasant surprise. Yes. And then once they uh, proceed to take him down, Robin is obviously very eager about something. Very like, mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of time. Come on. Today's the day. Today's the day. We got to get. We got to go. Cut to Star City. We see uh, Icicle. Okay, that's because there were a lot of ice people that I did not know. Right. So Icicle is uh, causing havoc on what looks like the Bay Bridge mm-hmm. in Star City, which is, I think, supposed to be like pseudo-Seattle. Um, when Green Arrow and his sidekick Speedy come Speedy. To, come that's to his, okay. That is, that is Speedy. Any reason why it's Speedy? You know, that's, never, that's something I've never dug far enough to figure out why. 
they're both from like the 40s. Okay. Speedy's is, is as old as Green Arrow. Okay. Virtually, so I'm not sure why. Gotcha. Well, they take care of Icicle. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to Pearl Harbor. Yes. Where we have Aquaman and Aqualad slash Tempest. That's kind of another alias I've seen that character go by. And they are fighting Killer Frost, who is a uh, female uh, ice villain. And again, same pattern that we've seen both in Gotham and in Star City. They dispose of this ice baddie. And the, the young hero, they don't like to be called sidekick, is uh, very impatient. They say, today is the day. Yeah. Finally cut to, uh, I think they're in Central City. Central City. Central City, where Flash and Kid Flash are fighting Captain Cold, who, as lame as he may look, is a fantastic villain. Yeah? F- Captain Cold is a badass. Dude. Really? Like, Just psychologically, a couple of years back, this great writer Jeff Johns did for Flash's rogues gallery what many have done for Batman's rogues gallery and gave everyone like a very real, very excellent psychological background. Hmm. Captain Cold is just an OG. Like, you don't. Like, up there with, like, Luther and Joker, like, not somebody you'd really want to fuck really? with. Really? Yeah. Wow. He is, I mean, The Flash is kind of that similar way. You know, Superman, Batman, The Flash, like, Captain Cold. A lot of, like, a lot of, like, uh, like respect for that man, too. Like, that man has fought, like, four or five different Flashes and feels different ways about all of them. Huh. Very cool character. What are some other rogues in the, the Flash's rogues gallery? Um, some of the more original ones and the, the other ones that Cold has worked closest with are Mirror Master. Okay. There's been two, but the present day, the latter one, is uh, excellent. Mirror Master, uh, Weather Wizard. Again, they all sound so goofy. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think like the names might like hinder it for... Because like, like, a lot of the Batman villain names, they're just they're to the point. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're direct. Same thing with like Superman villains. They're like a name or something like that. Whereas, you know, yeah, like the Flash, and probably the same with like Green Arrow, is like pretty dated. They are. I mean, you're, you're looking at all these characters that came about mostly in the 60s, just the goofy, goofy 60s. Yeah. And you're right, they do. Like I said, Weather Wizard, uh, the Trickster, and the Top. And they all sound, I, I know that last one's pretty funny, they all sound so lame. But again, it's just a testament to the writing Jeff Johns did. That they they are all good uh, good characters. All right, so uh, Flash and Kid Flash take care of Captain Cold. Then we cut to DC, Washington DC, and the Hall of Justice. Frank Underwood is there. Yeah, he's in the background somewhere. That's right. So like, what what's kind of like going on at this point? I kind of noticed like this show's got some good banter. It does. Uh, we heard some funny jokes uh, from the people outside, uh, eagerly awaiting the appearance of of Robin, Speedy, Kid Flash, and Aqualad, as well as Batman, Aquaman, Flash, and Green Arrow. Um, and again, like you said, they, everyone's got a pretty good voice in this show. Um, all the all the lads are excited to be going into the Hall of Justice for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like you said, very good banter. They're in there. Uh, they're thinking this is the day we join the Justice League. And then what happens? Oh, that is not so. That is not what happens. That is not so. They get a call from Superman that's saying it. that this uh, Project Cadmus is uh, is on fire. This building, science building, is on fire. And then they get a, another call from Zatara. 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 Um, 
who is the father of Zatanna, okay. who you may have heard of. You may ever heard of heard Zatanna? Of. I've heard, yeah, yeah, I love Zatanna. Yeah, so so that's Zatanna's dad, Zatara. Uh, talking about someone's trying to blot out the fucking sun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Superman's like, uh, priority one is the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially Superman. Yeah, like, especially yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah. Can we, can, we, uh, can we make sure that we yeah. don't lose that sun? Yep, yep. Like, hey, hey, guys. Hey, hey. I know I called with this thing about like a fire. They got this. Yeah. Fire department, that's their job. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Let's not lose my power source. That's right. It's funny, too. Batman actually defers to him, like, clearly. Well, not, I don't think that's funny, but that was a clear deferential moment. You don't yeah, see a lot of those yeah. from Batman. <laughs> so, preceding all this, Speedy really goes uh, off the handle, because he's very upset that he thought he was being invited to join the League, all this. It's clear he's the angsty one. Yes, he is. Well, he's picking up on the fact that this is pretty much just ceremonial. He's also hip to the fact that the real League um, headquarters is the Watchtower, not the Hall of Justice. Um, but so he's just picking up that... While is, that been- is that like legit? Like Hall of Justice is just like a, a tourist attraction and the Watchtower in space is like the real deal? Well, it's... So your Hall of Justice comes about with your Super Friends show. Okay. So again, just yeah. kind of like these flash names, it's kind of like a hokey, hokey thing. Yeah. And it's really the work of of the the great writers that we've had since to incorporate that into the mythology for a real reason. Okay. I don't know who can't. Well, no, the Watchtower came in the '70s in the comic book. So, yeah, everyone's really again just using everything that's been put out there, but in a that's smart cool. way. That's yeah. really cool. Also, big shout out to two of my favorite Justice Leaguers. Martian Manhunter and Red Tornado. You flipped out when Red Tornado showed up. See, I love Martian Manhunter too. I like I like him a lot. Again, like most of my knowledge of the Justice League and Martian Manhunter in particular comes from the JLA game that was on like the PS2. Yes, yes, you showed me. Yes, uh, but like, and just from that, I'm just like fucking Martian Manhunter. What's up? Yeah, but you you like went to next level. You got. I dare I say this. I don't say this frequently. You got turned when Red Tornado showed up. <laughs> I did get turned. You know, it's funny. Or to use a wrestling term, you marked out. I did. I, what I did is I marked out. Well, to that, to your point, you've heard of Martian Manhunter. Yes. You ever heard of Red Tornado? No. See, and it's kind of, it's funny, turned sort of applies to his power. He sort of gets turned in a major way. He's just a fun character. <laughs> he does, dude. You want to talk about someone getting turned? Red Tornado get turned. What's he like? What's his deal? What does he do? Um, he's a cyborg. He's a cyborg, uh, but also he's kind of got this weird convoluted history. But he does have a lot of elemental power, particularly wind. So he can literally, he's pretty much a robot that can actually transform into a tornado, kind of. Uh, a lot of similarities to Vision in the okay. Avengers. So um, when you see Vision and the Avengers this summer and absolutely mark out like I will, look into Red Tornado because it's pretty cool. <laughs> I look forward to you being unbearable on that, <laughs> in yeah, that movie theater. It's going to be great. That's the same day as the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. So we're just That's gonna right. To yeah, back we to talked back. about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we can knock the one out. Wait. Well, the fight's on a, like a Saturday, right? Yes. Is that right? Yeah, that must be. Yeah. So. Saturday the 2nd. And then it must come out May, Friday, May 1st. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So to continue with the story, though, we can do um, that. <laughs> um, so the 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 heroes go off to help uh, save the sun. Save the sun. <laughs> While uh, Speedy at this point has stormed off, and we leave, we're left with Kid Flash, Robin, and Aqualad, who picked up on on one the way they've sort of been disrespected, and yeah. two the idea of what of Pro- 
Project yeah. Cadmus. It's like, all right, well, if they're just going to leave us here, and there are uh, there are two things to do. Yeah. Hey, hey, let's go check it out. Let's go do something. Let's figure it out. Like, what, what's, what's going on? Robin hacks it, because it's the same system as the Batcave. Right. Legit enough. And, and they're and already Robin's in. Robin's a little bit of a hacker. Now, this in, is, this is Tim Drake Robin? Yes. Okay. I don't know if it's been explicitly stated, but it definitely is. That means it's Grayson Batman. Or is this Bruce Wayne Batman? This is going to be Bruce Wayne Batman, because I think this actually takes place before Grayson okay. ever officially took it. Okay. They, I think they make all this explicit. Okay. But anytime you're seeing Robin as, like, the youngest... I Also, I think Nightwing is going to appear in this show, which uh, is pretty cool. I will... I, I hate if this spoils anything. No, please. Um, but I just needed to look up the cast list uh-huh. just because I'm a sucker for stuff like that. And Jesse McCartney. Who, what did Jesse McCartney do? I know I've heard that damn name from something before. Uh, no, I guess nothing of uh, consequence. Uh, anyway. You know what? Yeah, what are you going to He is the voice of Robin, who it's also... Build here as Dick, Dick Grayson, Grayson, okay, and Nightwing. Oh wow, yeah, that's pretty cool. Here's the thing: what I was just thinking. All right, so that kid, I just know this, and like from instinct, because I love this. That kid Flash is Wally West, right? That's what it says. It doesn't uh, say Bart Allen. It says Wally West, right? Yeah. Or does it say Bart Allen? No, it says Wally West slash Kid Flash. Okay. Then again, like a lot of these actors are doing multiple characters, multiple things. So sure. who knows what exactly is happening? Okay, so this is this is like the Teen Titans. Um, this is like your first wave. This is the first Robin and the first Kid Flash. Okay, and there's going to be a second and third Robin and a second Kid Flash, and so on and so forth. But that's pretty interesting. Yo, you know who does the voices of Tana? Who? Lacey Chabert. You know who Lacey Chabert is? Mm-mm. You ever seen Mean Girls? Yes. Uh, not the one that is Amanda Seyfried or Rachel McAdams. Okay. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Wait, Lacey I do know who Lacey Chabert is. Very yeah. cool. Um, yeah, so they go to the, the building that's on fire. Yes, Cadmus Labs, which just seems like some innocuous just some science research facility s- in D.C. Yeah, it's like if you uh, pull up Google Maps... Did you say research joint? It's a research joint. (laughs) That's great. You know, if you pull up Google Maps and you just type in science, like it's like, all right, yeah, Cadmus Labs. And they, so um, firemen putting out the fire. They sort of go in to help civilians stranded, the the three of the heroes. And Aqualad looks down the hall and is just like, sees a shape, a a silhouette. Odd silhouette. Very odd looking. Get in an elevator Mm -hmm. and then doors close. And he's like, hey, yo, dudes, well, some, there's something going on over here. Something's fishy. They Robin, check out the elevator. It's yeah. a two-story building. It goes, it's like a 120-something story freight express elevator. Right, going underground. So, like those uh, meddling kids, they decide to investigate. Yeah. They go all the way down. Um, they go down probably, what, like 40, 40 Stories, yeah, or 40, something stories, like that. something like that. Come uh, out and they see these like big giant monster things. Yeah, just monsters. There's really no other way to describe yeah. them. Um, and they are sort of stumbling around. And ha- we cut to yes, cut to we cut to the science lab. Yeah, with some 
hippie scientist with a ponytail. Who's going to become Blockbuster, Who, which you probably saw in the vitals that he was working with. The the Brock Blockbuster the project. Project Blockbuster. Project Blockbuster. What, yeah. what is Blockbuster? Just Blockbuster. A, Why the fuck can't I say Blockbuster? It's a tongue twister. Just a villain. Um, just a good villain. Um, like, what's his deal? Does he use, like, those geomorphs at all? Which he has, like, all these no. little, like, monkey devil type things all around, and they can use, like, telepathy. Yes, the geomorph monkey devil things are really one of the most original things in this show. Blockbuster is just kind of like a thug, kind of like a Hulkish type villain okay. uh, from the older DC days. Um, the genomorph, like I said, that's really original, but obviously a jerk. Also, we cut to Guardian, who yes. is another DC hero, um, who is um, has some degree of of like will, but is also sort of being coerced. He's being mind controlled. Yeah, to protect this establishment and not ask any questions. Yeah. Uh, so they're talking about a potential breach. Then Guardian goes to investigate. Um, well, and then we, but before he goes to investigate, we see. Uh, yes, we see Blue Devil. Yeah. Um, who, who who's that? What's his deal? Okay, this is. I mean, it is Blue Devil, but he's way skinny. Uh, Blue Devil, and actually had a completely different origin too, but it looks exactly the same. So um, I won't get into the comic guy at all because again, it's totally different. But um, we see like the second in command of this lab, one of the kind of like the geomorph monkeys, but a much more civilized, unique one. Sort of a, a bipedal standing one, an intellectual Spock character. But it's it's totally Blue Devil. I don't know if he's going to take on some mentor role in this whole thing as time goes on. I imagine so. Okay. Um, so then we cut back to the, the kids. Uh, oh, they talk about uh, creating, like, oh, they see that they're going to, like, be making a genomorph army. Uh, like the place is totally off the grid, and they're using some of the other genomorphs. Like there's different types, yeah, uh, and some like just generate electricity or something. Yeah, um, this is a weird, unfriendly place. This is like yeah. the Umbrella Corporation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, then they start. Uh, oh, they then Guardian comes and they're like, oh hey guys, what's up? Yeah, this is like obviously friendly, and they know each other. Yeah, I know like, you. Yeah, hey guys, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? It's like, oh, I'm just running security here. He's like, bro, have you looked around? He's like, and then the the tele the the mind control kicks in. and He's like, yeah, uh, get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, and then they take off. They run. Uh, they get to the elevator. Go down to level fifty two, which is intentional and just a excellent. Oh, for like what, Easter egg. New 52? The 52 became was that? Was like that? A, just the, you know how like November 5th, 1955, it's like the apex date in like the, they talk about that in yeah, Back to the yeah, Future. Yeah. Like for whatever reason, this is like the apex of a lot of shit going on. The number 52, it and it's also like the codes and lost. Like 52 will come about again and again oh, and again and again. Um, it's a recent thing. It's from like, 2006 or something and onward but it's become it's become a thing like you said you said it the new 52 huh and just uh it's something that is established i'll geek out on it later Uh, please yes yeah uh well they get to level 52 and they hack into the or they they get into this the 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 project kr room right which they had discovered earlier as one of the top um secret projects going on yeah yeah they 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 realize like oh uh floor 52 that's where we need to go project kr that's where it's at yeah 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 
uh, and then they realize it's it's a capital K lowercase R, which is the atomic symbol for Krypton. Yes. And, and then in this like pod is uh, Superboy. Superboy. Yeah. You got it. Is that how Superboy like originated? Because what the, what what is happening here is they like stole DNA from Superman and they grew him. So yes. Superboy is a test tube baby. Yes. And they're using like three geomorphs to educate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aside from the geomorph thing, that's 100% accurate. So, stolen Superman DNA? Stolen Superman DNA, making a clone. He came about at the time in 1992 when they had they had killed Superman. Death of Superman was a big deal. And there were four Superman-type figures who reemerged. Uh, one was Superboy. One was Steel. Uh, one was completely forgettable. And the other one was Cyborg Superman, who becomes a great villain. But um, that's all true. I don't exactly know why or who's doing it or whatever. But again, um, Jeff Johns, again, who made all the big shout out to Jeff Johns. He did huge lengthy runs on Flash where he made all these villains legit. And then he did like a 50 run, which equals almost four or five years on Teen Titans. Wow. And a lot of the good shit that this is pulling from the show um, is, is, is very Jeff Johns centric. And he made Superman or Superboy very interesting because, neat fact, um, in the Teen Titans, Superboy's DNA is a composite of two people, one being Superman. Mm-hmm. And would you like to take a guess of who the other person is? Oh, uh, are they like human or not? They're human. Well, I want to say Lois Lane, but that's not going to be it. Batman? It's Batman. No, no, who is it? Lex Luthor. Wow, fuck. So I don't know if this show is going to touch upon that, but that was a dope moment when... Robin, I think he shares it with him, but Robin like finds out. Like when Robin's like his boy. Yeah. Like they're close. And Robin's like, he's like, he knows he's part which Superman. Is, which I, that I love all on its own. Because mm-hmm. the way Batman and Superman are like, like the odd couple essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's awesome. Yeah. That Superboy and Robin are just like bros. They are. They're super close. But yeah, that, that becomes known. And he's like, fuck. Like this is huge. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah, pretty cool little plot twist. Again, shout out to Jeff Johns. He is awesome. He's the, after writing all these great comic books, he's now like the head of creative for DC, for DC Films. Right. Oh, yeah. DC Films. I think films in particular. Like, Oh, well, he is, that's a horse of a different color. Like Kevin Feige, Feig, how do you say his name? Uh, like Feige. Feige, Kevin Feige. Yeah, I think that he's kind of got the similar role for the DC films. Okay. Not positive on that, but I think if so. so, and all the 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 shine you've been throwing on Jeff Johns, like, yeah. Lord knows DC Films could use it. Yeah, they really could. So that that makes me happy and excited. That would be good. I hope so. So they release Superboy uh, from his pod, and he immediately goes to to whoop him up, just whooping everybody yeah. on instinct. Yeah. Like, doesn't think about it for a second. And they're trying to like you know subdue him and just be like we're here to help you right everyone's getting murked too everyone's trying their best and just getting handled by superman yeah. well i mean he he takes a couple good shots from aqualad who is uh, aqualad holds his own the best here aqualad that's a great character too because that's a again a combination of a bunch of them and uh between these geno genomes 
What are they? Genomorphs. Genomorphs and Aqualad. Those are the two most original things about this show. And uh, Aqualad. Was Aqualad not like really a thing? Um, never. I don't know enough about Tempest and Young Justice. Here, all right. I just gotta say one thing. He wasn't black, and I love that he's black in this. I think it's a way. I think this is the type of reimagining that you do that is way more thoughtful and promotes the diversity when there's the opportunity to do so. Yeah. And again, his character, everyone's got their different, he's, he is the most like kind of shy and concerned of all of them. Yeah. So I'm crazy about it. Yeah. It seems a lot more like meditative. Yes. Meditative. And just whether I'm not super well versed, but never given nearly as much attention as Robin and Kid Flash. Okay. Well, he, he, got, he got a lot of shine in this app. Yes. Well-deserved. Excellent. Um, and yeah, and he subdued, he, he held his own the best yeah. against uh, Superboy, uh, but there were no match. Nope. Uh, and yeah, Superboy subdued all of them, took them out and opened the door to, uh, to doctor, whatever blockbuster faces. blue devil and guardian and guardian, which, uh, 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 one of them mentioned earlier. Uh, I think it was Blockbuster mentioned the Cadmus Board of Directors. Right? Is it, do you know anything about that? Well, yeah. Again, Cadmus being um, the birthplace of Superboy, and again, kind of like I said, Umbrella Corporation. Not that notorious, but we can imagine that Lex Luthor is on that board. Mm-hmm. We can imagine that Amanda Waller, or I think it's Walker, uh, is on that board, who is the head of kind of like the DC equivalent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and also the woman who puts together a little group called the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. It is Waller. I'm pretty sure. Waller. Okay. I can never remember what it is for some reason. So, um, yeah, there's probably a lot of DC heavyweights on that board. But, like, nefarious type. Like, Bruce Wayne's not going to be a part of that board because he's too legit. Yeah. Uh, All right. So. So. And then, yeah, then Superboy walks out and just, like, end of the episode. That's it. It was, was, like, was oh, it 22 minutes? Yeah. 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 It was uh, so it, it just, it, uh, it obviously wasn't a logical ending point, no. which is why we freaked out. Yep. But that's what makes, I'm just, I'm always a sucker for cliffhangers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, to think it was great, right? Oh, a huge fan. Again, grew up reading Teen Titans. I think there's a very special quality to. Uh, to young heroes, um, again, you know, like all people, you know, I'm growing up as an adult. And I think, again, there's a very special quality, not just to these ideas of being a hero, but that, that age when you're young and you're you're not a kid anymore, but you're not an adult still. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. Like, I'm an adult kind of now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm out of that era. Yeah. And it's a weird feeling, you know. Um, and so I really like that. And again, like I said before the break, it's really great that we do get to see Batman and Superman in this. That is so awesome. Yeah. I love that. I um I tried to watch a an episode of like the Cartoon Network Teen Titans. Do yeah. you know what networks this is on, by the way? Or no? It doesn't matter. I think it was Cartoon Network. Okay. Well, I, I tried to catch like a, an episode or two of like the Cartoon Network Teen Titans, which I just couldn't get into. It was very like cartoony. It is like whereas this has a more like serious and 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 straightforward approach. That felt more like Teen Titans felt more like it was made in the the Dexter's Lab cow and chicken like era and like in that vein, mm-hmm. which 
could be interesting or whatever. It just wasn't what I was bargaining for, I guess. Oh, yeah. Did you ever did you ever watch Teen Titans? I did, very much. And what that show think? had, like, two iterations. It had, oh, like, really? the first one, um, which was pretty anime-ish. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, which was almost like... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, a parody of anime? It was so anime. <laughs> and more recent. I mean, I enjoyed it. That That was Robin, Cyborg... Starfire, Raven, and uh, Beast Boy, or Changeling, and that's like your that's like your core throwback Teen Titans. So I really enjoyed that, but like like you said, it was too cartoony. I've talked to use a Jalen Rose term ad nauseum about how continuity is the strength <laughs> of this medium. Is the fact that yeah. we know all these past stories, and they never once they didn't even bring in yeah they did bring in some villains, but not enough heroes to that show. I would prefer this very much. I hope we do get to see Raven, Starfire, Cyborg, and Beast Boy on this show. I don't know if we will from the look of some of the promos we saw, but I think this is way superior. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah. Um, and it was well-written, too. It was, again, diversity of voice, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, Speedy is all pouty. Aqualad's meditative. Kid Flash is uh, sort of like, you know, eager. And Robin, that's why I thought he was Tim Drake, because he kind of doesn't give a shit about anything. <laughs> that's a very Tim Drake attitude versus yeah. Grayson, who would have like, been more... Fuck it, let's go. Right. Yeah, that's pretty... pretty. Uh, yeah. I would have figured he'd be more by the book. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um, this might... Before we get to, like... Whether we pick it or not, or not, which sure, <laughs> I don't know where you stand. I don't know, uh, I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, this might be like a pretty innocuous question, but as much superhero and comic talk as you and I have had, mm-hmm. and I've probably talked more comics with you than anyone else. Sure, I don't think I've ever asked you this base question. Okay, I'm excited. What superpower would you have? Would I have? Um, for a practical answer I think that I would really like to have hmm that's a really great question but it's like one of your basic questions it's like oh man it's like on like every personality test and all that shit like it gets asked a lot yeah it does but but yeah it's when you really think about it, did you have one when you were like a kid? Um, that was like your go-to. Kind. And of. It's hard because your guy is Batman. And he doesn't have any superpowers, right? I think that there's I, and maybe I'll throw this question back at you. Yeah. I think that there's powers again, not literally, but there's already things that we do have that are like similar to powers. Like one thing that I think is like, I think I'm a. Like, I'm very good with, like, intrinsic feelings. Like, like I'm able... I once phrased this once as, like, being unable to be deceived. Like, I can, like, get a pretty good sense of something innately. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like, maybe you have something yourself already. If I were to choose one... Yeah. Or, like, just, if you were, like, to extrapolate that, that into being, like, a, a, a larger a idea larger of thing. a power. Oh, man. Sorry to slow everything down. No, it's just a good. great question. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I, I asked a good one. I think that if I would could have a power, it could be... God, this is going to sound so gay. 
but to be able to like see deeper into someone and like connect deeper into any other person and then somehow use that to my advantage either exploit that like a horrible person or maybe it would give me some sense of strength yeah like it gives you that little teeter-totter of like villain hero right and i think depending on who i had to go up against i could either draw strength from the people i care about or be able to draw an advantage against the people that i had to go up against yeah, it would make for like a great foil yeah 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 through some like i said through some sort of interpretive uh venture into someone else's personality i think you just described the avatar tales the ponytails <laughs> damn it <laughs> yeah damn it. already done you're a blue cat now god damn it fucking james cameron I love you. Did you see the uh, yeah. the uh, all the the test test stuff for the Avatar, the Pandora world for Animal Kingdom? I saw like the the headline. I saw like some picture of him like walking around in it. Yeah, what did it look like? Uh, it looks. I mean, it's gonna be do- it's gonna be doper than Animal Kingdom is right now. Anyway, all right. There you like go. Animal Kingdom has uh, Expedition Everest, which is a pretty gr- great roller. It's probably the best roller coaster the disney parks have right i've heard that before. shots fired to space mountain was never impressed yeah sorry rick flair's penis yeah page me back in again like 1976 yeah i mean there may have just been a lot of hype of being told like oh my god space mountain's so great and then like being 18 when i finally wrote it and i was just like no nah, we good i love actually this. no i didn't write it at grad night it wasn't until like college yeah it wasn't until i was like fucking this is college for me. It wasn't until I was like fucking like 24, 25 or something. Like that. No, 22. I dig Disney. Yeah. Never for their rides. Never though. for the rides. Never for the rides. Who want dude, rides? Go to Universal. This is. Dude. Yeah. The mummy, dude. Oh, that dude. The first time I went oh. on the mummy, I nearly fucking shit myself. It was great. You never expected to go backwards. That might be why I like Expedition Everett so much. Is it? Okay. Do you encounter a Yeti in that? Yeah. There we go. Uh, it doesn't move like it used to because it was breaking the entire structure. Really? Yeah. Darn it. Yeah. Um, but you do encounter a Yeti. Yeah. Oh, my God. We can go off about Universal. Real quick, my superpower, I don't know, when I was a kid, it was definitely this, and it would probably still say the same, but just because I didn't have patience for it, I would be a speed reader, like super reader. I think it was like in this first Superman movie or something like that. I saw Superman speed read. I was like, I want that. Um, There's a great scene in this Teen Titans series yeah. where Kid Flash does just that he reads like the entire like san francisco library in like 20 minutes i still want that shit yeah yeah like everyone oh flying like man you're gonna get so many bugs in your teeth like get out that is not practical people think it's a poltergeist because the books are moving by themselves but they're not kid that's flash awesome. is reading them that's fucking awesome mm-hmm. oh that's great yeah universal studios was oh even as a kid was my fucking theme park of choice it's the jam dude this might be like a florida kid thing Whereas, it's funny, since being up here in Chicago, I see so many advertisements for Disney and for Universal where, that you just never see in Florida because you don't have to. Because mm-hmm. everyone there knows, like, yeah, it's there. You get a, a resident discount. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, even as a kid. Like, I remember going there, fifth grade, eighth grade. And I took a trip, you know, like, I was like, I think it was like fifth grade or sixth grade or something like that with my dad. Took a trip to to universe or to Orlando. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, what do you want? I'm like Universal. I want to ride the movies. Right, that oh, thank you again. Ride the movies. That's yeah. what that park was built on. Which is the same reason why my favorite 
Disney Park, if I had to choose a Disney Park, would be now Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. formerly MGM. That's right. They have the Indiana Jones experience. They have the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Playground. Mm-hmm. They have uh, they had Catastrophe Canyon, which wasn't really about any sort of movies. They had uh, fucking they had the Tower movie of Terror. Ride. The great movie ride. Great movie ride. Still makes me roll a tear but at the end of it every single time. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I was too afraid to look at the alien in the alien portion of that ride. It's spooky. Yeah. It scared the shit out of me. I love it. Very spooky, though. But at, at, at Universal, you had uh, King Kong, which, like, when you think about that, like, that was, like, almost a, a, a practically a two-scale do you, did you ever ride King Kong? Oh, 100%. Yeah. You were in the... You were like two stories in the air yeah. for that ride. It was great. E.T.? E.T. Back to the Future. Jaw, oh everyone God. shat on Jaws. Oh, my God. But I feel like everyone was shitting on the Universal Studios Hollywood Jaws. Yeah, not the Universal Studios Florida Orlando Jaws. Which still wasn't amazing by any stretch of the imagination. But did you ever see like the the Hollywood Universal Studios yes. Hollywood Jaws? Oh yes, there's. I, I don't know if the YouTube video is still up, but you know it's like a, a someone just taking video mm-hmm. on the ride, and the, watch them both. Watch the 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 Orlando one first. It, yeah, in this order, because you're on a boat, you're taking a tour, a little boat tour through Amity. And, uh, and, and yeah, then Jaws comes in the water because you're in a boat in the water and it all makes sense. And it's like, all right, cool. And the shark looks how the shark looks. Fucking get over it. It looks, it goes through some changes too. Just it watch does. the video. Yeah. It's, it's thought out. It's thought out. And also your, your boat tour captain can make or break it uh, in every way fathomable. It could be like, oh, man, this guy's really into it. He's fucking selling it. Good for him. Oh, this guy doesn't give a shit. Whatever. Or it's just like, this is hilarious. This is like unsung hero. Yes. Like, the heroes, you never know their name. but This guy gets it. This guy made your day. Then watch the Universal Studios Hollywood Jaws ride. You're in a fucking tram circling a pond with a shark in it. That sucks. Yes. Excuse me, but that sucks. So you know the Kong portion of that was similar. It wasn't as crappy because you still had a giant monkey head to to glorify, but it was yeah. also like tram level. Yeah, it was like a, a suspended tram or whatever. But it was still like actually no, it wasn't. It, same thing on the ground. I don't know. Or the the Hollywood one or the Orlando one. The Hollywood one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, the Orlando one was up in the air. Yeah, Orlando one that was dope. Dope. Uh, there was also the earthquake. You remember Earthquake? Oh, I remember. That was super cool, uh, which they then turned into, like, disaster, which they then took into, absorbed into London for Harry Potter. Right. Which is apparently also just fucking amazing and just, you know, next level shit. Um, then when they opened Islands of Adventure, even doper, because they have, like, real rides. Oh, my God. All right. Check this out, everybody. Young Justice is great. You should watch it on your flight to Florida. Yes. When you're going to visit Universal Studios, but before you get there, stop off at Publix. <laughs> grab yourself a sub. Don't spend like $35 on two meals in the park. Bring these subs in the park. 
I'm having a great time right now, but that's what you need to yeah. know from this podcast. Yes. To condense. But go on. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, fucking Ireland's just killed it. Yeah. I love, like, the Hulk. No one rides the Hulk anymore, so you could just keep riding it back to back to back to back. I was there on, like, a grad night, and it, the park was, like, closing soon, so we had that, and it started raining. Mm. And I we rode the Hulk in the mm. rain, which is not the title of my romance novel. That's the title of your porn. <laughs> well, we'll be working on it. But we're going like so fast, like raindrops felt like painful. It was like, oh, God. Stuff, like, boom. Like mini jaggers. Yes. Yes. Daggers. A jagger is jagger a, works. A, a, a rock and roll artist. Jagger. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. Oh, God. Just so fucking dope. Spider Man. So cool. And they basically did the same thing with the Transformers ride at Universal Studios. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's Spider Man. Whatever. Awesome. Uh, go ahead. You ever see the Ghostbusters show? Dude. Of course. I saw it on my birthday. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. There oh, we go. It was the best. Shout out to now Rich's they, parents for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now they just have, like, the the Beetlejuice Graveyard Review, which is like, uh, it's a little rough. It's yeah. a little rough to see. See Wolfman and, and, and Frankenstein and, and Count Dracula just... You know, singing fucking Black Eyed Peas songs. Yeah. Um, I still have the VHS around here somewhere, but they used to have this thing. Oh, dude, the T2 experience. Mm-hmm. That was, that's great. Uh, it used to be better when they used to get like better uh, Does this mean James Cameron has, has uh, infiltrated two Orlando theme parks? Yeah, does. Can't stop him. He's a force. Um, so... They used to do this thing where it's like they put you in front of like a green screen and they just like narrate. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. And it's a, a VHS you could buy and they narrate your like your adventure at Universal Studios. And uh, and so they they're pretty much like giving you just directions the whole time. And it's you and your whole family up there. And they're like, all right. And it's like all timed up. So, all right. Now, duck. Now jump. Look scared to your left. Run, 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 run in place, run in place. And then you get it back, and it's like, oh man, this is everything. It's great. It's great. And there's you meeting ET. Kind of there's like you the, running from the flood and earthquake. Kind of like the boat captain. That's a good job. And that could really make or break yeah. your experience. Like being able to direct, like forcefully, but without hurting anybody's feelings. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Oh man, I, I don't know if they still do it anymore, but they absolutely there's no reason why they shouldn't with DVDs and everything, or just put it on a flash drive now. God damn, go to Universal. It's the superior park. It's a superior park uh, in Orlando for rides. Absolutely. Uh, the superior park in Florida for the, uh, in Florida for rides, in my opinion, is Bush Gardens. Yeah, I haven't been there in decades, but I know that that's true. Went there uh, I'm told. with mullet before before I left Florida, and it was the first time being there since I was in like since I was like eight or something like that. And they didn't have any roller coasters yet, <laughs> any like real roller coasters. And it was just it was it was a real great time. That's what it is for me too. Last time I went was before I rode roller coasters. Yeah, so I haven't been back since. Got to do it. The biggest attraction they got was gorillas. It's like that's their new thing. Is they got gorillas, and then. You, go and see the gorillas and 
They just smear their poop on the glass. And it was, oh, as an eight-year-old, it's like, all right, well, that's fine. That's good, too. That's neat. Yeah. And and they had a simulator ride there called the Questor. It was just this time travel ship. It was just an original property. It was really weird. It was really weird. Sounds like but Crestor. We bought the, it Crestor. Was, yeah, no, but it was like Questor. Questor. And we bought the magnet. That's all I remember from it. And then my pop-up tried to get me to have a sip of O'Doul's because it's non-alcoholic. <laughs> and the waitress stopped him because there's like a speck of alcohol in there. <laughs> and we toured the Anheuser-Busch uh, uh, plant back when it used to be an actual Anheuser-Busch plant. That's what that park was built on. Too. Yeah. Can you still do that or no? I don't think I'm. I, don't for, think I looked so. for it on the map, but I couldn't find it. I don't think you can. Yeah, they like brought in more animals or whatever. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to the beer. All right. So uh, you pick it up. I pick it up. All right. Cool. Me too. Love it. I don't know how many seasons there were of it, but I have a feeling there's multiple. Yeah, I saw on the IMDb like the most episodes someone had done was like. 37 or 40 or something like that. So there might be a few seasons. Advice to any person looking for a good comic book read in the in the DC superhero realm, read anything that Jeff Johns has written, especially Flash, Teen Titans, Green Lantern. Any of it's good. It's and not just good, it's actually excellent. Teen Titans has had a lot of great runs. Um, George Perez and I can't believe I'm blanking. Marv Wolfman wrote excellent excellent stuff in the 70s 80s with the original team that's actually pretty big in dc continuity because that is where dick grayson became from robin turned into nightwing and where y west went from being kid flashed into actual flash so again really important in the dc continuity and just great stuff the second season was dubbed young justice invasion okay Kind of over aliens, to be honest. Well, they got to bring, uh, what's her face? There's like some girl Martian Manhunter that comes in. Mm. I can't remember her name. She's cool enough or whatever, but yeah, I'm kind of over aliens, to be honest. Though. Yeah. They you should wanna... fight the league. It'd be great. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you want to roll us out? Yes, absolutely. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in as always. Um, Please do us a big favor, uh, now that you've listened to this whole rambling thing, which we appreciate. Do us another favor. Please subscribe to us. You can find us through iTunes and through Stitcher. Also, leave us a rating and a review. It's a huge help to us. Please go on there. Go on iTunes. Leave us five stars. Write us a review. Tell us what you think. In addition to that, we love your feedback. We love it so much. Um, you know, And we love uh, putting stuff out there for you. So keep an eye out. From our end, for more picks, more lists, things like that, if you want to contact us, there is multiple ways you can do so. Probably our most fun way, you can hit us up on Twitter at PickedUpPod. If you like, you can send us a, an email at PickedUpPodcast at gmail.com. And finally, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash PickedUpPod. That right, sir? Mm-hmm. Excelente. Again, we love this stuff. Uh, and by stuff, I mean your feedback, your input. Please keep it coming. Rich, personal plugs? Uh, my Twitter, Average Cami. Instagram, Average Cami4. Uh, I actually did a little bit more research on Audible. If you just go Rich C. That's right. I'm going to be your first hit. Not C-A? 
Not even CA, bro. Rich C. Not Rich A, not Rich B. You go two letters down on the alphabet, you go one more down, get to Rich C, you're going to be your first hit. You get that. I am honestly surprised, uh, as a final thought, I'm honestly surprised I made it this far through uh, the the episode because I am still buzzed off that one beer that you gave me to start the episode. Yes. I am screwed this weekend. Dude, we're... I am fucked. We're in for trouble. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, it's going to be awesome. You can find me on Twitter at mbravo, mbravo. You just heard how much I like to talk about comics, so I don't know how much good I am to you in many other ways, but if you want to talk comic books... <laughs> if it's not about comic books, I am worthless. Yeah, don't worry about it. You don't need to talk to me, but could go... Oh, I should tweet Patton Oswald about comic books. Dude. He knows about comic do books. Do it. That'd be great. Uh, so you can find me there. Um, yeah. Uh, final thoughts. Please watch that show. It was excellent. And um, yeah, Rich and I are going to have quite a weekend, so we'll have to share with you soon. God, wish us luck. Yeah. It's going to be back alive. This might be the last episode <laughs> I've picked up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Shout out to our executive producers, Tope Adabanjo, and very special man, reason we're going down to Florida, yeah. Tim Anderson. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon, buddy. I'm going to cry. Let's cry. I'm going to cry a lot. I'm saving my tears for the wedding. That's right. So for Rich, for myself, Robert, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Picked Up. Thanks for picking us up. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit Podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.